Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coach, where we discuss college opportunities and cultivating habits. I'm Avalon. I'm Katie. I'm Rannon. And we are your academic peer coaches. Thank you for joining us today as we dive into the power of setting and keeping boundaries. I want you to imagine the last sporting event to attend it. This could be baseball, soccer, football, or tennis. As you enter the scene, you will notice that there are sports players, rules, boundaries for the court, and referees. Often these teammates have spent many hours practicing and preparing to live by the rules. The athletes know that if they abide by the rules and stay within the boundaries, they can play wholeheartedly and have a successful game. Just as in sports, our lives have natural guidelines to live by that create a successful and balanced experience. So let's start with this question. Why are boundaries so important? Sahar Andrade, an award-winning coach, author, and strategist, gives this explanation. Boundaries create trust and build healthy relationships. Even when some people don't like what you do, they will likely still respect you for standing up for what you believe in. She goes on to explain that boundaries generate safety in relationships where you feel respected, heard, validated, and appreciated. There are many benefits of healthy boundaries as well. Boundaries are an essential part of self-care and self-respect. They form the base of healthy personal leadership. And when we have healthy boundaries, we find that we are assertive without being aggressive. They can help us define our uniqueness. And boundaries can also give you the clarity when to say yes to opportunities and no to the extra. Sahar Andrade points out that natural results of boundaries include being able to effectively listen and see others' points of view while respecting your own. You can also practice self-respect by standing your ground. You can also learn to avoid future conflicts and resentment. And finally, you can also learn to set reasonable consequences for violating your boundaries. Knowing all the reasons and benefits, why are boundaries hard to keep? There are a number of reasons why we may struggle to stay true to our boundaries. The reasons include fear of missing out or FOMO. I, I relate to that. Perfection, social conditioning, family member boundaries that you don't know how to avoid or not, hard friends that are having a rough time that you want to help out, and so many more. One source of the struggle to keep boundaries is having an internal pressure that you always say yes. It is especially hard to say no to someone who you feel like you owe them something to that I could relate. There are definitely many types of boundaries. There are a number of boundary categories. Three categories include physical, emotional, and time. Visual boundaries include physical touch that we comfortable with our friends, associates, and romantic partners. Emotional or social boundaries include what we are willing to confide into another person. And then time boundaries is centered around how much time you have to spend on various aspects of your life, schedules, and so forth. As you stay true to your boundaries, your mind is freed from stress. You will see an increase in integrity. What are the benefits to have felt from staying true to our boundaries? So personally, I recently learned about setting boundaries during times when everything seems chaotic and out of control. I'm in my last semester at Weber State. I'm going to be graduating soon and I have no idea what I want to do for my future. So by identifying what I can or cannot control, I've learned to set a boundary with myself to focus on the things that I actually can directly manage, such as my thoughts, my emotions, or my behaviors. This thought process and approach to boundary setting has encouraged me to let go of additional burdens as most of my worries are rooted in things that I have absolutely no control over. Thanks for sharing. I totally agree with that as well. I've moved into my own house personally and handling college and work. It's been really hard to start saying no to my little cousins that I want to hang out with on the weekends. It's been hard to stop picking up the little tots because I've had time. So being able for me to have boundaries, it makes it to where I can not just actually get the essential stuff that I need done, 
but that I can still feel like I can make another plan that's more sustainable for me, for my cousins. So instead of picking them up every day, now we just have a super fun sleepover on the weekend and they love it and they always encourage it. Wow, that's really good to share because little kids can definitely take our time. Two aspects of my life that I've recently focused on boundaries include school and dating. For school, I struggled last semester saying no to activities because I wanted to be involved. But then I started to realize I needed to set aside time specifically for studies. And so I made the boundary with myself that first I get everything done that I need to, and then I go have fun. And it all worked out. And I started having a lot of fun. With dating, I gave myself the boundary that I would not go on a second or third date with someone if I didn't feel comfortable with them. And it freed up a lot of stress because I used to say, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings or make them feel uncomfortable that I said no. But then I realized that I don't actually have to ever see them again. So saying no is a great way to give myself comfortability and allow me to have opportunities meeting future people that would bring less stress. So it was really good. It was super fun. The final question that we have for our podcast today is how do we set healthy boundaries? The best boundaries we have and that we can establish are centered on love for ourselves and for another person. A lot of people in this world find freedom of boundaries as they embrace a club, a team, or a religion that have a set of values. Often these social atmospheres provide guidelines for success that respect those around them with a united goal. Establishing boundaries start with self-awareness, and so we need to have stewardship of our little portion of the universe and embrace this reality in the first step of freedom of boundaries. It is important to embrace the initial uneasiness of staying true to our inner selves, but it starts by saying no to those activities that we cannot fully commit to. So here are some other ways that you can exercise your freedom to set boundaries. First, you can learn what is most important to you. You can also look at the big picture. Everything does not need to be accomplished today. You can take things one step at a time. And finally, my favorite advice is practice saying no. Vanessa Patrick, a professor of marketing at the Bauer College of Business at the University of Houston, tells us that no is an empowering word and gives us greater agency in our lives. She explains that saying no is not a rejection of the other person, and instead it allows you to set boundaries and give voice to what you believe and what you care about. Something I'm definitely going to apply from the podcast in my own life is saying no. What about you two? For me personally, it's going to have to do with family. They are always my ploy and it is very hard to say no to family. So what I have been doing is rescheduling or making another plan and it has helped me say no. So instead of saying no and cutting it, I'll say no however. So for example, with my little cousins, I'll say no, I can't pick you up today. However, how about let's think about this Saturday to Sunday. I have time from here to here. You can come play games. We'll have dino nuggets and we'll have a good time. I love that. Being able to say no, however, that's really powerful. Something I want to implement is staying more true to my values and to my inner voice. So if my inner voice says something, then I'll listen to it and I'll trust that my gut is telling me what I need to hear. Those are beautiful insights. The quote for the day comes from Brene Brown, an author from Darling Greatly. Compassionate people ask for what they need. They say no to what they need to and they say yes and they mean it. Their compassionate becomes from their boundaries, keeping them out from resentment. Good luck with your pursuit of boundary-filled freedom. Catch you later, Wildcats. <laughs>